So Shelly, it's 2006 and I'm sitting there, I'm reading a book about learning and I came across a concept that I had never heard before, the concept of testing out. So I wasn't totally sure if it was legitimate. I wasn't totally sure if it was a real thing, but six months later, I had my associate's degree completely done through testing out. So today I want to talk about that. We're your hosts, Jennifer Cook DeRosa and Shelley Cloutier, and you're listening to College on the Cheap. Welcome, everyone. If you're trying to go to college on the cheap, you have to be resourceful. In today's episode, Jennifer is going to share a bit of her story about how she cash flowed one of her degrees, and it started with a little challenge exam called CLEP. Yeah, so my first degree is in culinary arts. I went to culinary school traditionally right after high school, and I was working as a chef. Um, and I, I always wanted to get a bachelor's degree. That wasn't really um, the right degree for my field, and it wasn't offered at the school that I went to. So I, I didn't have a bachelor's degree, um, but I was working in a college, and I had first heard the word CLEP, in 2005, I was actually reading a book that it, it was a homeschooling book. And the, the student was explaining how he was studying to test out of these college classes before he went to college. So I, I thought that that story was really interesting and curious. I had been working actually at the college for a long time and I had never, ever heard of anything like this. So I wasn't totally sure that it was legitimate. I went to the testing center at work and I asked our testing center if it was a legitimate thing. Could students test out of classes? And by taking these tests, you know, they're therefore avoiding paying the tuition, avoiding registering and sitting through the class. And she assured me that it was a legitimate way to do it. And so I was very intrigued. I've always been kind of a little bit of an an alternative personality when it comes to doing things, you know, traditionally. And so I went down to our bookstore and I found a discarded textbook called human growth and development. And that happened to be the name of one of the club exams that were available. And so I just read this textbook. I didn't do anything special to study. I didn't, I didn't even take notes actually. Um, and after a couple of weeks, I went in and I took this CLEP exam to see what it was all about, to see if it was, if it was as hard as maybe in my mind, I imagined it to be. And I passed. So I had earned three college credits. I hadn't spent a single penny on any resources whatsoever. I hadn't, I hadn't enrolled in college. I didn't do anything, but I had these three credits. And so that really kind of changed my out, my outlook, I guess, on how to accumulate college credit on my own. And I wanted to see if I could accumulate some of that college credit. And, and if I could pass, you know, more than one exam, I didn't know if that was a fluke, but if, if I could do that, maybe I could accumulate enough college credit to go back to school and to work on, on getting that degree that I didn't finish. I think that um, the key to your story there is that you're a type of person who can think of doing something a different way, that you're not stuck to one way of doing it. And so that's why you were open to doing CLEP, because not a lot of people know about CLEP and that it's an alternative 
And you have to be have that mindset to be able to do alternative things. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a different way of learning. So you have to kind of be an independent learner, right? So if you're the type of person who is interested in things like documentaries, or if you read for pleasure, or if you, you know, investigate things because you're curious, I think that helps because that is kind of a signal that you would be a good independent learner. And CLEP is really just about that individual opportunity. You know, you don't have to be in college. They have exams. There's 34 CLEP exams right now, and they cover a wide variety of topics. But these different topics, um, you know, they range from science to math, to literature, to history, to government and business. I mean, there's definitely enough variety in the topics that the average person is going to find something that they're interested in. And the exam that I took, the human growth and development exam, it really tied in with where I was in my life. I was um, in my early thirties. I had children and human growth and development is about that. (laughs) It's about the life stages that you go through as you, you know, kind of develop and as you have kids and things like that. And so I just felt like it wasn't a huge learning curve for me. I could relate to the information. I was interested in it. And I knew a little bit about it because I had gone through it. And so that was enough to make it not so scary for me to, to jump in. Now I didn't, I I mean, I did go on and, and study for some other tests as well, where I did learn the information new for the first time. But I, I think that, you know, kind of finding one of the subjects from that list that I could relate to and that I had a little bit of experience with made it less scary. So there's so many different uh, topics in the club that you can take. So you're, it's new, it's different, but you can choose a topic that you're interested in. Uh, I know that when I took a uh, CLEP, I like history and I read books on history. And so that was the one that I took to see what it was all about. So you have that choice. You have the choice of being able to pick a test that is near and dear to your heart, maybe. Yeah. And I was really, honestly, I mean, I was not in a position to go back to college at that moment. I did not have the time, the resources, or even really the desire to go sit in a classroom. So when you, when you do a test out, when you use credit by exam, which is kind of the category that CLEP falls into, you on your own decide what timeline you want to be on. If you want to read a little bit in the morning, or if you want to read a little bit in the evening, or you want to use the computer, you want to use movies, however you want to learn is really up to you. You don't have to enroll in a college. You don't have to tell a college that you're doing this. You do this completely on your own and on your own schedule. So if you want to study, you know, for months, if you want to study for a long weekend and cram over a weekend, I know plenty of adults that have done that. Or if you just want to leisurely kind of learn about something over the course of a summer, you can do that too. So you don't have to be connected with a college in any way to take one of these exams. Now the CLEP exams are all multiple choice. So I like to say that the answer is already provided. (laughs) You don't have to know the answer. You don't have to fill in the blank. You don't have to do anything like that. The answers are there. It's multiple choice. And the exams are done on a computer and they take about 90 minutes. So with the exception of two writing exams, there's no writing whatsoever. Now there is an English exam and there's a Spanish exam that have some writing in them. Um, But for the most part, you know, you're just going to be taking a multiple choice exam on your computer. And these are going to be topics that 
Again, there's a wide variety of them. Your test is going to basically be pass-fail. So if you earn enough points, you pass. If you don't earn enough points, you fail. But guess what? Nobody knows if you fail. It's completely confidential. So I knew going in that if I failed, it was okay. Like it wasn't going to hurt me in any way. Um, I didn't fail. I, d- I passed. But there's, there's definitely not the same pressure as when you study in a college class and you're taking a class for a grade and you're turning in homework and you're getting this continual loop of feedback on, on your work. You don't have that with CLEP. With CLEP, you, you learn the information on your own, on your own time. And when you're ready, you take this pass-fail test. And if you pass, then you don't have to take the class. So, you know, for me, it was, it was the perfect amount of low risk, high reward kind of situation that I was looking for. Because it doesn't go on your transcript. You decide if it goes on your transcript. So if you didn't like, if you didn't pass, you could just walk away from it. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, nobody knows even, even where you take your test, they don't, you know, if I did mine at a testing center, which at that time was the only option. Now you can choose to take it at a testing center or at home. So I, I mean, even if you're at a testing center, the person who's proctoring the exam doesn't necessarily see your score. So if you're at home, I mean, you're the only one that, that sees your score. And that score, if, if it's a passing score, is held for 20 years. So you don't even have to go back to college right now. Like you can just, let's say you take the college algebra CLEP exam. You were good at math in high school. You've taken through algebra two. The college algebra CLEP exam would be a, a good one to study for. And you, you pass that. But you don't really know if you want to go back to college yet or it's not in the budget. It's not, you know, it's not going to fit into your schedule. You can just have that sitting there. It's kind of sitting on, on the college board's transcript for you. And anytime in the next 20 years, when you're ready to use it, you just request that transcript and it gets sent to the college. So, I mean, there's, there's just so many cool benefits about it. And once I started learning about CLEP and once I started um, taking some more tests and things like that, I was just so enthusiastic. And I was surprised that a lot of people didn't think it was legitimate, (laughs) but I also didn't think that in the beginning, they thought that it might be too hard, which again, I kind of also thought that maybe in the beginning that they would be too hard. Um, but I'm not a super great test taker. Like I'm better at other things. And, um, it wasn't as, as bad as I thought, but through the years, when I've talked to other people about my club experience, I still get a sense from people that it's maybe too good to be true or that it's too hard. And um, so a lot of people are hesitant to give it a try, but, but I think it's wonderful. Well, I heard, learned about CLEP from you. And then when I talked to my husband about it, he knew about CLEP because he had been in the military, in the army. And so he said that they really encouraged military to take it. It was a way for them to help get their degree while they were in the military. So he was aware of it. And uh, again, it's, it's, if you're in that mindset that uh, you do the system, the way the system goes. You go to school and you take the AP and then you get out and you try to get scholarships and then you go to college. You know, you've got to, you've got to realize that there is an alternative, legitimate alternative way to reduce your costs and, and CLEP is it. Right. And this, the thing that I really liked about CLEP, at at least for me, is that I could do it um, without any obligation. So I could take one exam. I could take, you know, a dozen exams, I wasn't obligated to enroll. I wasn't obligated to go pay tuition anywhere. I knew that I could 
you know, move at the speed of budget. I could, I could take the time to save up for that exam. I could take the exam. And then if I passed it, begin studying and, and do for the next one. Um, you know, there's no limit to the amount of exams you can take. Even if you fail an exam, you can retake it. And now that it's available on the computer and you can take it at home, you can literally schedule your exam 24, seven, 365, you know, meaning any, literally any time. And even though, um, even though, you know, the, the exams are not accepted at every college, they are accepted at most colleges. I think somewhere in the neighborhood of about 80% of colleges will give you some amount of CLEP credit for an exam in some amount. So if you are, you know, not sure about returning to college, you're not sure about how you're going to pay for it. You're not sure if you're up for the studying, you know, there's a lot of things that CLEP can kind of check those boxes for you because if you accumulate a little bit of of CLEP credit, then, um, you know, that can shave off one, two, three, four classes off of your, your degree. And, you know, if you do what I ended up doing, I ended up using CLEP exams extensively and ended up choosing a college based on their CLEP policy. Because I, by that time, I had so much CLEP credit that I knew I wanted to be able to use it all towards my degree. And so that was, you know, that was really important to me. And that's, that's a point in the beginning, define what your goal is. Is your goal to get your degree from a certain college or is your goal to get a degree because it's very important to to get a degree and also bring down the cost and that you know you just yeah. want to, you just want to have the degree and not have to worry about debt after because debt after is significant and it it's, oh and this is college on the cheap right <laughs> so i was on the cheap let me tell you <laughs> we had four kids at that time and i was working only as a part-time um, adjunct uh, instructor so my budget for college for myself was $0 basically. Now, any extra money that we had, that was going to be for my kids' college later, right? I had four sons that were growing up and they were going to need some education. So, so I didn't have the luxury of indulging in going back to school myself and I wasn't about to borrow a bunch of money. Um, if, if I needed to borrow money, that was going to be for my kids' education. And so I really felt like, if, if, you know, if there was a, a cheap way to do it and CLEP was cheap, then, then that was going to work. So, you know, CLEP um, at the time that I took it, it was about 60 or $70 right now it's $89. And if you do go to a testing center, you'll have to pay a fee for that. So you can budget about a hundred bucks for a test. However, that being said, there is a program now called modern States that actually we'll talk th- about that a little bit more that actually pays your entire CLEP exam. So you can take all of the CLEP exams for zero cost and you don't have to pay a proctoring fee. You don't have to pay a a test fee. You don't have to pay anything. And so you can literally take all of the CLEP exams, accumulate all of that college credit. It can sit there for 20 years and it costs you nothing to do it. And and that's what's one class, three credits. And how much would that class cost you at at a private university? Oh yeah. I mean, if it's $500 a credit, one CLEP exam is worth $1,500 then. So you're really making your own scholarships at that point. You know, instead of relying on hoping that your essay wins you a $1,500 scholarship, you're just taking a CLEP exam and you're building your own scholarship. That's right. You know? Yeah. Shelly, how many um, 
um, clip. Or tell me about your clip exam that you had said that you did one. Yes. For US history. Yes. So uh, when I found out about them, I wanted my sons to take advantage of it. And they were young. They were in middle school. And we, uh, you, ha- I remember you had rec- recommended that the parent, because we homeschooled. So, um, you, you recommended the parent go take it to see what it was like. And so I had just finished teaching us history one to my 13 year old. And I went in there and took the test. And the goal was just to understand, uh, what, how hard the questions were, how many questions there were, what it felt like to sit in that room, and so I could give my 13-year-old who had been homeschooled and never s- sat and took a test because this testing center was at a college uh, like that before, what he was going to expect and ha- on what kind of room it would be and that type of thing. And what he would see on the screen too, you know, be careful because don't click through. You have to accept the, at the end you have to accept it so you can see the grade and that type of thing. So I went in there and took U.S. History 1, and I ended up passing it. Now, I I had just taught my son U.S. History 1, and history, like I said, was an interest of mine, and I had life experience. So, you know, I passed it. And then I was able to, so then I sent my son in, and I said to him, you know, don't worry about it. We just, you got the high school credit for U.S. History 1. We're just going to go in, just take this test. If you happen to pass, great. You've got three college credits. If not, no problem, no stress. This is the first time you've done it. And so that's the kind of thing I laid out for him in expectation is just relax and go give it a try. And so he went in and I sat there for an hour and a half waiting for him to come out. And he came out and I think he did that thing to me where he didn't smile as he's walking up to me and then gave me the smile because you get your, you get your results right then and there. And so he knew, he knew he had passed. And I mean, it was just, when he said he had passed, it was unbelievable. I said, this is really possible. Like you had said, is this possible? And I said, this is, he's 13. He just got three college credits. He just passed this. This is really possible that he can, that we can bring the cost down of college. I can't believe it. Right. Right. And I think the fact that it's a multiple choice exam really lends itself to, um, you know, a wide variety of types of people being able to take these tests. So homeschool families, I think your story is a great one. I think when you follow the model of, you know, very similar to what advanced placement looks like, where you you study the material during the school year, and then at the end of the school year, you can take the test. Um, that's a way that we've seen a lot of homeschool families have success bringing CLEP into their homeschool and earning lots of credits. If you are not homeschooled, though, I, I don't want you to, to think that, that that's, you know, not, not going to work for you. So like um, if you're attending public or private school, so if you're a teenager and you're already studying a subject in high school, you should just go ahead and take that exam that matches up with whatever subject that you studied. I mean, of course, you're going to want to do a little exam preparation to make sure that you've, you know, you've learned all the important details. But so for teens, if you're, if you're studying a class in high school right now, or if you've just passed a class in high school that you didn't take an advanced placement test for, go ahead and take a club exam because you might be able to, to roll that into college credit. Now, I, when I first took my club exam, I was an adult. And even though we also homeschooled our kids, it was not on my radar to use CLEP in my homeschool at that time. Like I didn't really have a good understanding yet of how I could do that. 
Um, so I studied as an adult and I think adults can study a little bit differently. Adults, you know, as we mentioned, you can pick a subject that you liked in school or that you're interested in that, you know, something about, I mean, if you work in marketing and you don't have any college credit in marketing, you probably should go take the CLEP exam in introduction to marketing because you're probably going to pass. And, you know, so that's low hanging fruit. And the thing about adults, we've got a lot of life experience behind us. I remember when I took United States history too, there were current events on that exam that I was alive for, like literally <laughs> they were, they happened in my lifetime, you know? And so it, it wasn't, you know, a big stretch, but adults have already went to high school. Adults already have learned you know, biology the first time or English, or they've, you know, read books. There's a lot going on with an adult that when you are ready to study for a club test, you basically just need to study for the test. You know, you're kind of learning for the test. Whereas of course, with our kids, we don't want them to just, you know, teach, we don't want to teach to the test exclusively for our kids, but, you know, as an adult, we've already got our diploma. So go ahead and just cram. And I've met lots of adults that were able to study everything they needed for a CLEP test over a long weekend and passed, you know, with, with flying colors. So if you're a good test taker, that's of course a benefit. I'm not a good test taker, but I was still was able to prepare and pass many, many tests. So I would say no matter what, you know, pick that test and just do it. There's no consequences. And, um, you know, there's a, there's a few more strategies, which we'll, we'll talk about in a minute, but yeah, you just got to start. Right. Well, I like how you say the low hanging fruit. It's low hanging fruit. I mean, why not? It's it's low risk. Right. And so it used to be that the risk was that you'd be out a hundred bucks. Okay. That used to be the risk, Mm -hmm. but now that's not the risk. So when, after you've picked your test and you start to prepare for your test, we want you to use modernstates.org. So this is a nonprofit organization And it literally costs nothing to use their preparation material. If you are an adult, this will probably be enough. If you're a teenager, this might be enough. Um, If you're a homeschool student, it probably won't be enough unless you've already done a curriculum. But Modern States is, is a little bit of an accelerated class, if you will. You go into the computer, you create your account in your name because you're gonna use this same um, information to register for your club exam. So if you're a parent, for instance, you want this account to be in your teen's name, but if you're a teenager or an adult, you'll create this account in your name. You'll go through the modern States class. Again, it's free. It's online. It's self-paced. Um, there's no grades. There's nothing like that. You're just watching some videos and taking practice quest, uh, questions. And when you get through that modern States will give you a coupon code so that when you go buy your club exam online, that brings your shopping cart total down to zero. So it's, it's really an amazing, amazing program. And, you know, how long should you prepare? I, just roughly, I mean, I used a plan of taking one exam every two weeks. And as an adult. As an adult. And I will tell you that I went through Modern States as an adult actually last month to go through one of the classes just to see. Um, I wasn't, you know, trying real hard to, um, to, to learn everything perfectly. Um, but it only took me, you know, three hours. So I, I mean, you can get through, you can, you can get the voucher. If this is a subject you already know, you're not really stuck on learning information. Now, if it's something that you've never studied before, of course, 
you have to take the time to learn that information. Um, so, I mean, I hate to give you like an exact amount of time of how long it takes, but I think setting it as two weeks is a good goal, especially if it's your first test, because if it's longer, if you give yourself all of this time, you start to kind of lose your enthusiasm as time drags on. But if you are looking at a, a shorter time, you might not be giving yourself enough time to be prepared. Once you've taken a couple tests, you'll have a better sense of, you know, where you are in terms of readiness. But after you get your voucher, I mean, you are ready to go. The only other thing I would suggest is to really to plan in to take some practice tests. And modern states does not have a practice test per se. They have practice questions that are woven in. But my absolute favorite book, and I use these for 100% of the exams I took, is Research and Education Association. And that goes for R, it goes by REA, Research and Education Association. So I had paperbacks. My, um, that was my favorite book. We got them from my library a lot of the times. So there was no cost there. They have information about the exam. Then they have content that's going to be on the exam. And then they have practice tests in the back of the book. And the practice tests in the REA guides are great because they give you explanations for all of the answers. So, you know, if you, if you're looking for, um, an electronic version, your library may carry those. My library participates in a program called hoopladigital.com. And that allows anyone with a library card to check out those REA guides online. And the digital access versions are completely free. So you can get REA guides in paperback for free from your library, or you can get the digital access using Hoopla Digital for free, or you can buy them on Amazon. I mean, there, you know, there were certainly times when I couldn't find one easily. And so I just bought one, um, but, but, you know, they're pretty easy to get. And we used, we used modern States and for my teens, they, you know, it was pretty dry. They didn't use it to learn the material. They used it to get through it and, and, and get the voucher because it wouldn't have been enough to learn the material for them as teens. And so we used that. And then we used REA and there are three, three, practice exams and they would do all three and we just wanted to see a trend that they were getting better and better the first one I was always pretty pretty bad and then the second one we'd do a little bit more studying and then the second one and then we saw a trend go up and then it was okay you're ready let's go and we just made sure that we didn't do the same quiz over again because I think you talk about that don't do the same quiz over yeah, I mean, you you don't even maybe realize it, but you do you do memorize answers and keep in mind that these practice tests aren't going to be the exact questions, so there's no benefit to memorizing the question. You just want to kind of learn the information. And so using a practice test once is a good idea. The official CLEP guide has has one practice test in it as well. Um if you want a fourth one, um, I, you know, I used Wikipedia, I Googled things, I looked up where I found that I had deficiencies in certain things, you know, keep in mind when you're taking a test on something, it's a little bit like playing trivial pursuit, <clears throat> excuse me. So, you know, you may have big, big concepts that you understand, but you know, they're going to ask you little things that you probably don't have on the tip of your tongue, like a certain date or a certain name of something or a certain, you know, so- something that's more, more factual and, and something that you may not have memorized. So, you know, you can, you can certainly read 
um, to understand the big concepts, but you're going to want something like an REA guide or an official club guide. You're going to want to be able to kind of zero in on some of those facts so that you can recall those. Now, the REA guides practice tests are excellent. A lot of people would consider them harder even than the real exam sometimes. Um, so if you're able to score, you know, 65, 70% correct on those REA guides, that's probably going to be an indication that you're going to be able to pass the real exam. And you want to take all those tests. You don't want to just do that on one because that's not a big enough sample of questions. You want to take all those tests. But um, when you go in to take the test, whether it's at the testing center or on your computer, you're going to need to score a 50 or higher. And a 50 does not represent 50%. It's actually kind of a scaled score, but um, it it is going to be the minimum passing score. So it's possible that your college may ask for a higher score when you eventually choose a college. If you, if you know exactly where you're at college or if you're going to college now, um, if you have you know, a pretty good idea of, of where you're going to head to college and, and you're going to do that immediately, you can certainly look up and find out if your college has a CLEB policy that you can read about online. But if you're just kind of trying to dip your big toe in and see if you can do it, which was my case. I mean, you know, just aim for passing and you can worry about the details of that later. Um, Cause if you fail, you'll have to retake. Now you can get another voucher by the way, from modern States, but you do have to wait three months. So in, in that three month time period, um, you could pass anywhere from, you know, four to six CLEP exams. So it, time is not lost if you have to, if you have to wait. Okay, so if you're looking at this, and at the club exams for the first time, and you're trying to figure out where to begin, do you recommend um, doing certain ones or bundling? Um, what do you recommend? Yeah, so that was, I like the word bundle. So that was kind of a, a strategy that I started to use. Now, my first test was human growth and development, which is considered psychology. It's one of the areas of psychology. So that was my first test. And so I bundled kind of my knowledge. I leveraged my knowledge, if you will, by taking other psychology CLEP exams at the same time. That way, every new, every new exam wasn't all new information. Okay. So I took the intro to psychology exam. I took the educational psychology exam, and I even took intro to sociology because there's a lot of overlap in kind of the behavioral sciences. And so you're not kind of reinventing the wheel each time. Um, so my recommendation is to kind of put like things together. Uh, so, you know, we've been talking about United States history. There's several exams that are going to share a lot of information. So you have United States history one, United States history two, but there's also an American government and there's an American literature exam. And I remember taking the U.S. history exams and them mentioning certain important American literature work. And so, again, you're kind of seeing a lot of this works together, it kind of bundles it and, and you can shorten your schedule, you know, just a little bit when you don't have to learn everything new each time you do it. So Jennifer, how did you, how did your CLEP exams help you to cash flow your degree? Well, I mean, I had um, probably three or four CLEP exams completed before I was kind of sold that I could do it. First of all, let me just say, like, I, I thought maybe it was a fluke the first time I passed, but once I got my third or fourth exam under my belt, I knew 
that I had kind of found my ticket anyway of getting through a lot of a lot of my degree in a way that I could do on my own terms and that I could afford. So it took a few exams before I kind of could see a way of doing this. So I started to get really strategic and really deliberate about the exams that I had studied for. And um, I had found a college that I knew was going to accept all of my exams. And there are a few other brands of tests. You can test out of using other brands as well, which was something that I kind of learned about later. But when I enrolled to get my bachelor's degree, I kind of had an idea at that point, since I had you know resourcefully planned these out, that I would have completed about 90 credits, which is three years of college when I applied. So I applied for admissions and graduation in the same year. And I had started from zero. So my CLEP exam process, um, I really, really worked hard for six months. And I had tested out of about 20 classes in that six months. And I had done that, you know, literally just using CLEP exams. I hadn't enrolled in college or anything like that. So the rest of my credits, that that last year of college, um, I was able to kind of pace that out. And, you know, we did lots of things um, so that I didn't have to borrow the money. I had a couple yard sales in there. We put lots of stuff on Craigslist. I had picked up um, an extra class or two at the college to teach. And so I was able to pay cash because I was only paying for just a few classes um, and I had already done CLEP. And so the CLEP is really what made the difference between being able to take, take on student loans, take on student debt and to come out without debt. And so the CLEP exams, just the CLEP, I, I can tell you saved me $36,000. And that was, like I said, I, I earned those credits over six months and that was really two years of college in six months. And, um, that's incredible. Yeah. I mean, I literally used coins. I kept putting coins in a jar and I, I, we'd go grocery shopping and I'd have change left over. And, you know, that's literally how I funded those exams. And it's, it's a good story to tell now, but in the moment, um, I really didn't know if it was going to work. <laughs> if I'm being honest, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't hundred percent sure. Um, I was, I was trusting that it would work. I was trusting that my college was being honest with me that they were in fact going to give me these credits. Um, but when you're, when you're doing this kind of alternatively, you do have to have a little bit of the kind of personality that's okay with, with the risk, you know? Um, but whether you're going to do one clap or whether you're able to do a dozen, like I did, I mean, choosing a college that is going to accept that credit is the most important piece of saving the most money. Well, most people aren't, aren't trying to look very hard to get through college without debt. So what does doing whatever it takes look like to you? Would you be yeah. willing to give up a few hours each morning to study instead of scrolling Instagram? <laughs> yeah, right. Doing whatever it takes sometimes just means signing on the line and being willing to borrow, but it, it doesn't have to, no. you know? And I think that, um, Looking back on the time of my life when I did this, I was a busy mom. I was volunteering. I was working a little. I had four kids. I was homeschooling. I had, I had one in diapers still when I was doing that. So I was, you know, I was pretty busy in terms of, of what that looks like. And I was still able to, to work this out so that I could get through college without, without that debt, you know? 
So for me, I mean, it was about getting practical and I would just ask, you know, are you hanging on to that kind of romantic idea of the college experience or are you at a place in your mind where you're just trying to get that credential so that you can get on with more important other things? Um, because, you know, if you're motivated to take a CLEP exam, if, if you're kind of excited by what we've talked about today, I really, really think that you should do it. It literally can change your life. And if it doesn't, you're not out any money. You're just out a little bit of time. So join us next time when we look at more resourceful ways to shave time and money on your credential. Until then, I'm Jennifer Cook-DeRosa. And I'm Shelley Cloutier. And you've been listening to College on the Cheap.